Governor Cuomo is banking on Joe Biden coming through with financial aid when he becomes president to help plug New York's massive $15 billion deficit. And so Cuomo said today, it's better to just not deal with the state budget until after Biden takes office. Because if we close the $15 billion hole this December, I can tell you the cuts to education are going to cause school districts to lay off teachers all across the board. I can tell you hospitals are going to have to lay off workers. I can tell you government is going to have to lay off workers. Just when we're doing vaccines, just when we're fighting the pandemic. To get us from now to then, Cuomo said the state's providing $1.5 billion in bridge money. Cuomo is also eyeing something he's said no to his whole time in office, taxing the rich. And that's today's story of the day. Story of the Day is supported by Jernabi Coffee House in Potsdam, New York, proudly serving locally roasted coffee since 2008, 11 Maple Street in Potsdam, and online at jernabi.com. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, December 16th. First up, Governor Andrew Cuomo sketched out more details today for how New Yorkers will get the coronavirus vaccine. At his daily briefing, Cuomo said the vaccine will be free to all, with health insurers absorbing the cost. He said the state has assigned a hospital to be a vaccination hub coordinator for each region. In the North Country, that's Champlain Valley Physicians Hospital, or CVPH, in Plattsburgh. These hub coordinators will all coordinate with the local stakeholders. They will work with the city government. They will work with the county government. They'll work with uh, community-based organizations to outreach to communities that are hard to reach. Uh, But they'll come up with a plan that meets the needs of that region. You're dealing with the North Country. That's different than when you're dealing with New York City. The state says about 4,000 people have been vaccinated so far. In phase one, 170,000 doses of Pfizer's vaccine are allocated to emergency medical personnel and residents and staff members of nursing homes. Another 340,000 doses of Moderna's vaccine will begin to arrive next week, Cuomo said, if it gets federal approval. Cuomo said phase two of vaccinations would begin in late January. Phase two are essential workers and priority general public. What's priority general public? Uh, general public who have underlying health conditions, etc. Cuomo said the vaccination process could take six to nine months before significantly reducing the danger posed by the coronavirus. Until then, and especially during the holidays, Cuomo urged people to socialize indoors only with people you live with, continue to wear masks in public and stay six feet away from others, and wash your hands often. More than 6,000 New Yorkers are currently in the hospital due to COVID-19, 57 of them in the North Country. Governor Cuomo says he's confident that Joe Biden will come to the aid of state and local governments once he's president. But if he does, and how much he'll be able to get Congress to deliver are huge questions. Meanwhile, that $15 billion state budget deficit isn't getting any smaller. And so Cuomo is floating something he's been pretty much loath to consider since he became governor, raising taxes on the wealthy. 
Progressives who have long called for that are encouraged. Karen DeWitt reports from Albany. As the months have stretched on with no new federal bailout package that includes help for states coping with COVID-related costs, Cuomo has begun to talk about ways to close what he says is a $15 billion budget gap. And he says new taxes will be part of that plan. I believe we're going to have to raise taxes uh, at the end of the day. The governor didn't specify what kind of taxes he has in mind, but his words hearten many progressive groups and state lawmakers who have long advocated for higher taxes for the state's richest residents. They say many of the state's 118 billionaires have seen their wealth increase during the pandemic. The legislative leaders, Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty and Senate Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who are both Democrats, are on record favoring increased taxes on the wealthy. Speaker Hasty has raised the possibility of the legislature returning for a December session to address tax increases. At a recent news conference on Zoom, Senator Alessandra Biagi, a Democrat from the Bronx, said nine months into the pandemic, it's time to act. If we do not enact revenue raisers, if we do not make sure that we close this budget deficit, all of our communities are not going to recover, and that will be blood on our hands. And I am not okay with that. In addition to increasing the state's top income tax brackets, advocates also support restoring the stock transfer tax. For years, that sales tax on stock transfers has been rebated back to investors. There's also a proposal for a PA to tear tax in New York City. It would raise tax rates on luxury homes owned by part-time residents. Many of the tax increases were first proposed before the pandemic hit. Advocates believing in a more equitable distribution of income wanted the additional revenue to provide more services to the needy. Cuomo says whatever taxes he might ultimately agree to, they must be limited to what's needed to balance the budget. It's not just a political decision, it's a revenue decision. How much money do you need to balance the budget? The governor has also repeatedly warned that taxing the state's wealthiest will only cause them to leave New York. The governor spoke during a teleconference with reporters back in September. It puts the state at a competitive disadvantage because other people can go to other states and taxes are very high in the state to begin with. E.J. McMahon with the fiscally conservative watchdog group the Empire Center agrees with Cuomo that at least some wealthy individuals will leave the state if taxes are raised. He says multimillionaires and billionaires often own more than one home, so it would not be that difficult to shift more of their time to a house in a different state and establish their residency there. The one, two, three percent of the highest earners leave New York, of the ones there are, and it could have a very significant effect on revenues because each one of them pays so much in taxes. Some advocates of higher taxes on the wealthy remain unsympathetic. Senator Luis Sepulveda was also part of that Zoom press conference. Millionaires leaving if we increase taxes, why well, say I will open the door and make sure it doesn't hit them in the ass on the way out. Because if you're that wealthy and you don't have a concern about helping your fellow man, helping people that are in dire poverty and with health issues and health crisis, and if you don't have the heart to want to say, I will contribute more to help millions of people, then leave the state find another place to live. We'll find other millionaires that are chomping at the bits to move into this state. Cuomo is not ready to make any decisions yet. Leaders in Congress are trying to reach agreement on a relief package before the holidays. Cuomo says if that measure does not include a bailout for states, he'll wait until after President-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated on January 20th, with the hope that another relief package can be passed then. The state's fiscal year does not end until March 31. 
In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. One last thing, a request for you. 2020 has been hard, really hard. We all know that. But a whole year brings some moments of happiness too, right? So we're asking you, what happened to you this year that was good? For example, my daughter got bat mitzvahed. Here she is reading part of her Torah portion. We were so, so, so proud of her. It was a Zoom bat mitzvah, and our family near and far got to virtually attend. So we want to hear what your story of good news is. Send us your story about something good from 2020. Record a voice memo and send it to news at ncpr.org. Or just write the good stuff out in an email and send it to news at ncpr.org. Let's end bad 2020 on a positive note. Again, that email, news at ncpr.org. Thanks so much for sharing your good news with us. This is going to be really fun to hear all your stories. Music today by Chris Watts of Canton and Dennis Gallagher of Keene. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.